You're listening to the Michael Papinchak Show. All right, here we go. TMPS. We got a show for you today. Lots to talk about today. Lots going on in the TMPS world. Formula One. We saw the Batman. We had a uh, special. We had a special night out with our friend Larry Chico. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a very rare event. Yeah, uh, I feel like you know he only comes around like every like leap year. Yes. Yeah. Kind of thing. I can't even uh, remember the last time that I actually saw him. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna go visit him. Yeah, we need to go up to Butler to a shop. Yeah. To go... Because uh, he can't bring everything here. No. You know. No. And you know what? We were looking at... So we had dinner. Do you want to talk about this now? Yeah, let's just let's just talk about it uh, now. Okay. Since, since it's it's the... You know, it's kind Because we have, we have a lot to talk about. Well, we, we've decided, though. I think we made a decision that um, there, Chico Taylor's is going to be the official tailor of the Michael Papinchuk show. Oh, 100%. Yeah, right. 100%. Yeah, okay. I just... Um, I actually... I should be wearing because we're on Facebook Live. Just in case someone yeah. pops what by, what is that ready to wear? Yeah, this is literally oh. uh, no. It's not good. It's not custom. Oh my goodness! I should have worn one of my That's Chico shirts, yeah. a custom shirt. That yeah. would have been the way to go. We need something behind you that you know that like, kind of like a like a sponsor banner. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just start off like Bezos did. Yeah, like Amazon in the back, like with some <laughs> kind of with a magic marker. Yeah. 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 No, I think he definitely we'd have to um come up with some kind of official uh relationship. Yeah. yeah. Between Chico and TMPS. Yeah. yeah the yeah. the official clothier. Maybe you know something we can work out where you know any any listener that drops our name to him. Yeah. You know, gets like complimentary monogramming or something. Yeah, something like that. You know, yeah. we need to you, you know, it could boost both of our Yeah. Definitely. So when I went out, when we went out the other night for for dinner with him, I wore one of my Chico shirts, and it had had the monogram. Yeah. You know what I love about them, obviously, because they're they're custom made shirts, is that you pick the buttons, you pick what kind of cuff you want. Yeah. You pick what kind of contrast, uh, not only stitching but cuff. like cuff, the, the contrast cuff, the contrast collar. I mean, you really can. There's a lot. There's a lot more. So the first shirt I ever ordered, I had no idea the options that were going to be available to me. I was not prepared. Right. Did you see what he was showing us with the the eight ball? Yeah. Yeah. You could pick like an eight ball as your button. <laughs> yes. I'm like that, that's kind so of so. What happened was so so we went to dinner the other night and we had a very nice dinner, a great time. And in the Larry Chico fashion, after dinner, we went to his trunk, and there were just binders of clo- uh, fabrics, uh, yeah. swatches, if you will. He comes prepared. Yes, he does. Yeah. And then um, we went out for cigars afterwards and some more drinks and stuff, and he brings them inside the cigar bar. Yeah, I told him. I said, you know, i got to take a look at this. Yeah. You know, I need, a, I need a better environment. It's cold. We're in the dark. Yes. You know, I can't see. Yeah, I'm so bring him inside. Stacy will give us a, a yeah, an area. At the end of the day, we need to go up there. Yeah, um, during the daylight, some good light, physical light. Yeah, yeah. and how about that guy that he knew that just came and gave us cigars? 
Remember, he just like walked up to us. Do you want to know like, something? He was like, here you go. I am pretty sure that cigar is still in my sport coat. That's now oh, really? in my closet. Oh, really? I forgot about that. I yeah. put it in my pocket yeah. and completely forgot about he it. He just like. So I'm, I didn't even see him like take him out. They were just like no, there. Yeah, it was like Willy Wonka had some chocolate bars. Just yeah, he was like, poof, just showed up. It just like a magician. And then we never saw him again. Yeah, he disappeared. What, was into the he night. A, was he a real person? <laughs> it, it's unclear. I'm like I'm like, is this safe to smoke? Yeah, like I don't know what this is. What what's in here? What like where did this one come from? Well, you know, outside of a humidor, cigars not going to last very long. So that cigar might be dried up and dead in my pocket. But before we go, so after the show tonight, we're going to be going out. So b- remind me to check in in my hall closet where i keep my sport coat okay it i i, I put it somewhere because i had a cigar so i wasn't ready yeah. to smoke another one yeah. so i i stashed it somewhere i like larry's kind of he's like this cigar's okay you know he he's like you know i didn't realize he's like a critic of the cigar yeah i didn't realize he was a cigar aficionado oh, yeah, yeah he was like the first third of the cigar is different from the second third that is true and yeah. and you don't smoke the third third <laughs> right, right. If you see someone smoke a cigar like all the way down to their fingertips, yeah, it's no good. It's it gets too bitter. Plus, the flame is literally in your mouth. In your yes, like that's also true. So if you think about a cigarette, right, very very thin, very narrow. Yeah, a cigar has a very compared to a cigarette, a huge diameter. Right. So that's a lot of fire going on. Right. But really, you're right. Um. Kind of like wine, cigars have notes. Yeah, yeah. You know, they have uh, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, people were like wondering, like, what's going on? He has these books. Yeah. There's fabrics. I'm like, I'll take that one. You know, I'm sure I told this story on the show yeah. years ago, but I'm going to reiterate it, say it again for our new fans. Okay, new fans. Okay. When I was working at Volvo, I'm sitting at my desk. Yeah. And... Well, did he come after he saw me? I have made... You know what? I'm assuming so. Okay. I'm assuming so because I really don't feel he made this trip just for me. I might have, like, said, why don't you start... I mean, it could have been. Yeah, that's what I assume. Now that I know that, see, I didn't... Now that changes the story. Okay. Because in my mind... Because I'm thinking, that's weird for him just to, like, pop in. Oop, I just bought my desk. In my mind, I'm sitting there at my desk selling Volvos... All of a sudden, I look up and there's Larry Chico with binders, <laughs> and I'm just like, "Have a seat." And next thing I know, I'm buying two, two or like like three shirts, picking out all all the different fabrics and stuff. And that was fine, but people in the showroom were like, "What's going on in there?" Well, you know, luckily, tell them, I, luckily I wasn't busy. Tell them when you start selling like I am, then you get made to make, or need then my you own get shirts, own custom shirts, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I need to distinguish myself from the rest yeah. of you. Honestly, if I was like a businessman, and you know, even if it was selling cars or I was a manager or or yeah. something, I would get a an army of Chico custom, yeah, white shirts. You know, you know, nice. You know, my favorite kind of shirt, the shirt that I think makes you look like you're the fucking man, is when you have the white collar. Yeah, like the Winchester shirt. Yeah, yeah white that. cuff, white collar. And then you have suspenders. Yeah, like the Gordon Gecko. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay, I see. I that, when I see that. Yeah. It's in the bag. I go, wow. <laughs> I go, look at that motherfucker. You're the guy. You're the guy That's from that movie. The guy. You know that, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's in the bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, 
the most underrated line of that of that yeah. movie. Yeah, you're in the. It's in the bag. It's in the bag. Yeah, and I'm like, oh man, that guy's a savage. <laughs> and um, then, I, like when I met you, I was like, wait a second. Yeah, that's that's Pappy. That's like the guy. Thirty years. That's the guy. Yeah. It's in the bag. It's in the bag. It's like the best. Listen, I know that my my. Uh, my my personal motto for my life is it fits at ships, yeah. but a close second is it's in the bag. It's in the bag. Yeah, that's really that's a close second. Yeah, you, you should get a shirt that like says that it's in the bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um. But anyway, we had a really nice night. It was great seeing him. Oh, the food was good. We had a really good dinner. Yeah. Um. I I I I'm so happy that he likes cigars because I love cigars. Because it was like his idea. He's like, let's take this to the cigar. It bar. was a hundred percent his I was like, idea. Oh, okay. It was a hundred percent his idea. I thought it was just going to be like, now we're going to go our separate ways. Oh, no, keep the night know, going. Where he wanted to go, yeah, he 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 rolls, man. I was happy about that. Yeah, Sans pockets. Oh, so um, for those who don't know, <laughs> uh, Mr. Chico, now him and his brother. So it was his father's tailor shop, right? Yes, Italian d- descent. My grandfather, who was Italian. Uh, didn't he wasn't a tailor uh, professionally? Yeah. But he did work in in the clothing industry. It's a yeah. very Italian textiles. Yes, a very Italian tailor kind of you know thing. Yeah. And uh, now him and his brother, I believe, run the uh, yes. the Chico Tailors up in Butler. And so obviously, um, Larry pretty much wears his own clothes. Well, of course. Yeah. And one time we're up there, and Jason and I both noticed that his trousers are Son's back pockets. Yeah. And uh, I don't use my back pockets. No. I keep my wallet in my front pocket. Yeah. However, I still, all of my pants still have both uh, back pockets. Yeah, when you just go buy pants, yeah. you don't really think anything of it. But then you're like. But then Larry was like, well, listen, I don't use them, so I don't have them. And it's just when it's you like, see a, blew your mind. Yeah, when yeah. you see a man wear a pair of pants without the pockets in the back. Yeah, yeah. It was. I think uh, my pants that I got from him only have one pocket. Okay, I can see one pocket. I think I did the one pocket yeah. or something. Sans pockets though. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a it's an interesting look. Yeah, it's an interesting look. I told him, you know, in, when we were in the lot at the club, I yeah. said. Now, how many how many shirts or pants do I have to buy to get like the, you know, you have twenty haircuts, you get one free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do, know, the, they like need a punch a, card. They need a they need a punch card. Yeah, that's like, exactly it, right. Come on, like a it, Chico punch card. You no, know, it's time. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. Yeah, yeah. You know, three more pants. I ordered another shirt. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, like, I was just like, this one looks good. I would like to get a sport coat. Yeah, I you, talked to him about that. Yeah, I'd like because you know I I was telling you guys at dinner. Um, I do have suits, but when I was selling cars and when I was selling insurance, I prefer the sport coat with pants. Yeah. So like a so just like a classic khaki pant with a navy blazer. Very interchangeable. Yeah. I, I suits to me, you know, I've heard about guys wearing suit jackets as blazers, but no, it it doesn't work. When I see somebody doing that, it doesn't I, I kind of like I don't know. I feel sad. You might know more about this than me, but there is a difference between a suit jacket and a blazer or a sport coat. Right. There is a difference. And when you see a guy, you know it's a sport coat. Yeah. You know it's not a suit jacket. 
Yeah. And I don't know what it is about it. It's just, I don't know if it's the fabric or the way it's built or if there's a crease here or a seam there, but you can tell yeah. that was that is actually a suit jacket Yeah, that yeah. is meant to be with the matching pair of pants, not with a pair of jeans or khakis or like just like dress pants. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I talked to, I think I'm going to get a black coat. Yeah. I don't have like basics. I don't do basic. Well, no, Jason, you. Uh, I don't. No. So I said, I need something. I, I need have to start an, over. I have an army of navy blazers. I went backwards. Yeah, you went. <laughs> you're now going back to the basics. Yeah, you have a lot of paisley. Yeah, a lot of, of purple. Yeah, checkers. Yeah, window plaid. Yeah, Glen plaid. Now Prince of Wales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you're like, what was that one shirt he showed us that had the turtles or something on it? I don't remember. Frogs. Frogs. It had frogs, frogs on man. it. It had yeah. frogs on it. It had frogs. He, well, goes, he goes, you want one of these? He's, and he just like pulled it out. I'm like, well, who's is this? I mean, he, frogs all over this shirt. He has so many. I mean, you name the pattern. He has it. The color. Yeah. So like, I love these Brooks Brothers navy blue Oxford shirts. And I ordered a couple new ones and they weren't correct. But the only Brooks Brothers store is downtown. Yeah. So what I've thought about doing is taking these Brooks Brothers shirts that I like mm-hmm. to Chico. Yeah, that's the move. Because the ones I have are ruined from the, uh, from the dry cleaner. Right. The, the cuffs are all frayed. Yeah. Buttons cracked. I actually don't really use the, the dry cleaner much anymore. If, if it has wash instructions, I tend to... You try. I, I, I tend to wash it because it doesn't get as I'm, I'm destroyed. Yeah. Now, however, when I was selling cars, I didn't have time. Yeah. To, so I would just get dry cleaned all my shirts because... It, it, mm. And I liked how they came pressed in right. the plastic. It, they, I mean, they were like literally... Ready to go. Ready to roll. I didn't have to press them or, or wait for them to dry or like anything. Kona is... Always here on TMPS. She is the uh, show mascot, laying lovingly. She's spread next out to Jason. All taking up the whole out. couch. Yep, she's doubled in size currently. Yes. Well, that's what happens when we sleep. Oh, really? I, I sleep on just the right sliver, oh. Oh. and she's only twenty five pounds, but somehow takes up the whole left side yeah. of the bed. They, they tend to, yeah. to do that. Yeah. Now, when we were having dinner, I noticed this gentleman next to us. Yeah. He was rocking two watches. He was, yes. He was wearing a watch on the left wrist, which is the one closest to me. Yes. And then on the far wrist, the right wrist. Yes. I noticed he's wearing another watch. I, I saw a glimmer of another bezel or or case, if you <laughs> yeah, will. Yes. If you will. So. What a, what a phrase that is, yes. if you will. I. So I, so I said something to both of you. Yeah, and I know him, so I okay. I, I know. I mean, I pretty yeah. much know everyone there because it's a country club, of and you know, you're, and you're pappy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I might not be like intimately, uh, yeah. ha, you know, like you're not involved. texting them or something. No, yeah. but I know them just by virtue of being a member. Social. Yeah. So you know, after a couple Manhattans, I was like, "Hey, dude, <laughs> you got two watches on." Yeah, and one was. A legit timepiece. It looked like a Rolex, but it's it's hard to tell unless you get up like, was, real close. It, was, it, it yeah. definitely Rolex has a look. Yeah, and the other was like 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 a Samsung or Apple Watch. It was it was like a smartwatch. Yeah, he was quick to kind of retort. Yeah, you know he was yeah. like, well, to read my emails. Or yes, text. I was like, listen, dude. Yeah, nobody's texting you. <laughs> okay, like just by looking at this guy. I can tell that his only friends were at the table. Uh, it could be. Yeah. It could like, be. Nobody's texting him. Like, it could be. Come out after dinner. 
but I but I have to say, you know, yeah, maybe the it's a trend. The like, may, so like right now, I'm wearing my fake Nautilus. Yeah. So, are you gonna rock two watches tonight? I'm thinking really? I should put my Samsung on my other wrist, I don't my know. my smartwatch. Then people might think that you don't have any friends. Count my steps. <laughs> Count your friends. Count my friends. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Right. Uh, so, um, I, I don't am, know. It looked weird. You know what? It, it the only other person I've seen do that is Michael Cobalt, who owns well, a, who he has owns his own watches. Yeah, he owns a watch company. So if it's I had like, Mocha watches, yeah, like if we had our own watch company, yeah, I would wear two. I'd probably wear one around my neck. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. mean, it my would ankles. Be, yeah, there would be watches hanging. What from, time is that? I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry for those who can't see. He li- he lifted up his leg. Yeah, I lifted eye. my right leg above my head. There you go. Check out that time. I'd have a hook on my lapel. Right, and it would just watch would be hanging down right. like uh, like army medals. Right, you know. Right. So well, it was a good night. And, yeah, it was a. Real we're gonna fun go night. visit him next this coming week. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I- I don't even know how much a blazer would be. I have no concept. It I doesn't mean, really matter. Yeah, but like compared to how much his shirts are, I can kind of take a guess. <laughs> yeah, well. It's yeah. not going to be cheap. I'm like, where? I mean, the shirts are getting out of hand. Yeah. But he did show us like, he brought out like the the Mercedes of, of shirts. Yeah. You know, well, I think he knows we're not messing around. No, but I usually, he usually gives me to choose from maybe the, the Toyota of shirts. I'm, I'm now. I'm thinking. Yeah. And then he, this book comes out of nowhere. I've never seen before. And I said, "Wait a second. These have drastically jumped in price." Yeah. This think, is this think, is new to think me. Think he's like holding back, yeah. or maybe he's a it's slow a new, or it's a new it's vendor. A, yeah. So that's true too. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's new stuff coming in all the time. Like every season. Sure. I'm sure there must be new new books that he gets. Right. So. You know, you know, yeah, whatever. I love their shop. It's like rolls of fabric, like on the walls. Bolts. Bolts. Is that what fabric they're called? Bolts. Wow. It's like old school. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, like, I'll take this one. How many yards? Yeah. Wow. You know, you need like seven yards for a suit. Can you imagine being able to make a suit like you have that? They have Chico within his mind has the knowledge. Yeah. He could make a suit. Yeah. He could do that if he wanted. Right. Yeah, we can't do that. No, I couldn't. I wouldn't even know where no. to start. No, I'm the person who measures and gives it to somebody like him. Yeah. Who then makes it. Yeah. I'm just the, I'm a nobody. I have to say, I got a custom, or I got a made-to-measure tuxedo from Nordstrom. Yes. Hart Schaffner Marks, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, like, Chicago or something. Mm-hmm. And... I picked it up. So for everybody that doesn't know, that's an American company. Okay. Because most suits are offshore. Yeah. European, mm-hmm. British, Spanish, yeah. Swiss. So Hart Schaffner is a U.S.-based company. And I needed it for an opera program that I was doing that coming summer. Mm-hmm. And and it I, I picked it up from Nordstrom, and then I went back to New York City... And when when I got the tuxedo, it wasn't finished. Like it wasn't right. Like like the the legs were like ten feet long or something. So yeah, yeah. it comes but, uncut. Yeah, yeah, it comes uncut. I get okay. However, I didn't have time to do it in Pittsburgh. 
You know what I mean? Like I didn't have time to do it that day, get it measured and then wait for, I had to go back to, I'm, I'm, I'm to New York, New York city. Yeah. So I got it tailored. I got a cut or whatever you want to call it in New York. And it was such a cool experience Yeah. because they, they, they not only hemmed it, they took in the leg, the leg, like the circumference of the leg right. to you make it, it. They t- so, so it fit much. It wasn't so like baggy, right? You know, right. they did all kind of stuff to it to like, I've never had anything tailored to Properly. that level before. Right. Well, cause at Nordstrom, usually you just got to get, get it hemmed. Yeah. I don't know. They, they don't go into that kind of level. Yeah. I mean, maybe That's if you bo- ask them Nordstrom to. Nordstrom is still a box store. Yeah. Yeah. So there's only so much they can do. Sure. But if you go to a real tailor. Yeah. This was a real legit tailor. Yeah, they'll do it, whatever you it want. It was called like Beyond Bespoke or be- it was oh. Bespoke something or other. Oh, Manhattan style. I just like Googled it. It was in Midtown on the second floor. Yeah. Um, that was basically imagine like two of the room that, that we're in. That's, That's it. it. Just this. This is. Imagine th- this size room yeah. with a few like three-way mirrors. Stand there. We'll pin you, chalk you. Yep. And then pick it up tomorrow. another one of these rooms was like behind a curtain. And I guess that's where all the yeah. all the chopping and sewing happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen. And this obviously makes sense, but nothing fits me like a Chico shirt because it's no. literally made for my body. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it should. That's it. And, and for... Chico prices. Oh well, I mean, you're, you 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 get what you pay for, though. Absolutely, That's you what I mean. you pay for a shirt that fits. Yeah. Only you, really. Yeah. It, it's incredible. Yeah, this isn't like a Walmart shirt. No, this isn't Mickey Mouse. I, that's the. <laughs> we were talking about F one the other day, so l- let's head into F one. <laughs> okay. So we're watching the. So he's watching his house. I'm watching at my house, and we're texting during the the erase. So. In the world of sports, in the United States, you have, you have the, the National Football League, and there are 32 teams. And of those 32 teams, there's really only a handful of great quarterbacks. You would think there aren't 32 people, 32 men in this country no. that are all Tom Brady level. No, there's no. not. So in F1, there's only 20 drivers. There's 10 teams, two cars. And, like, one of the drivers just was doing something. Latifi. And it, it was he Latifi. He got demoted now. Oh. You know, he's, he got demoted. No way. Yeah, I heard that he got the mode, unless it was an April Fool's joke. Wait, do you mean like... Um, like, the, like he's not going to be like in F1. Well, first off, La- Latifi... So, okay, so last episode, if you listen to last episode... Calm, calm, down, calm down. I kept saying Abu Dhabi. I, I, I was just having a brain thing. This race was in Saudi Arabia. I think we were talking about the Abu Dhabi race last year that decided the championship. How, and I just got confused. This race this past weekend that we're going to talk about was in Saudi Arabia. Yes. And what happened was Perez was on his first pole ever. Mm-hmm. And after the start, he was easily out front, outgunning the Ferraris. Now, I watched a little analysis, and they said regardless of his pole and being out front, even without the safety car, he probably still would have lost just, yeah. just due to like strategy, like pit stop strategies. Regardless, Latifi crashes for no reason. Like, when you watch the replay, he literally crashes. Like, I mean, listen, I don't, I've never raced a car. <coughs> right, well. Okay. Right. I've never raced a car. No. I don't know what it's like to race, to race an F1 car. Right. I don't know what it's like to go 200 miles, miles per hour. But he's coming around a turn, 
and then just goes into the wall as if someone like paid him to do it. It was really weird. Like almost like blatant. Yeah, it was almost like Ferrari slipped him like a 20 and said, hey, why don't you just take it into the wall after a turn 20 three? million. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what a I mean? 20 million, yeah. So what happened was Leclerc wanted to pit to do what, an, an undercut or overcut? Well, basically. Oversteer. He wanted, no, 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 um, I'm Leclerc. Le, oh. Leclerc was going to pit yes. and then come out in front. Correct, because he I, had the gap. I don't know if that's an overcut or undercut or whatever it was. Yeah. However, Perez decided to pit, which means Leclerc stays out. And then Latifi hits the wall, safety card. It screwed Perez's race up. Yeah, he it he, he got shafted. He really got it was very unlucky that that crash happened at that moment. And it, then the next lap, it ruined his race. Right. It yeah, ruined that, his race. That's stinky. It really ruined but his race. You know race. what? That like if he keeps doing it the good qualifying you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. He, he, it's going to come around. Like he'll, he'll be rewarded. Yeah, well, the thing is, is for the past several years or few years, all Red Bull wants is a driver that could be near Verstappen. Yeah. So if Verstappen's battling the Ferraris or he's battling the Mercedes, he has a teammate to help him battle those other two drivers. Because yeah. last year, you'd have Verstappen, Battling Hamilton and Botas, who was with Mercedes last yeah, year. Yeah, they team up on him. And then Perez is eighth in, in the back, or Gasly's in the back, or whoever, whoever is yeah. that Albon. They're not, they're not with him. But this year, mm-hmm. Perez is able to. I feel keep like up. you know, Perez, Max, both Ferraris. You know, Lewis somehow starts sixteenth and ends up fifth. He's oh, oh no, tenth, tenth. tenth. But he's still unbelievable. At one point, he was like sixth. Yeah, at one point, he was really high up. But that's because he he didn't pit. Okay, so there were two safety cars. Yeah. In the no no no. Well yeah yeah. I think there were two. There were two. There were two safety cars. One was a virtual. And regardless, whichever safety car um it was, I I don't know if if I wrote it down. Hamilton didn't pit. Right. Therefore, he was able to get really high up. Like from well, he was sixteenth. But then Sonoda didn't race because his... his so only 19 drivers started. Uh, well, Correct. No, 18. 18. So Schumacher did oh, not race. That's it. Because Schumacher had that huge crash. I'm sorry, yeah, 18. He did not race. Then Sonoda, during the like lap to the grid, his car broke down. Yeah. And I guess... It was a wiring something. And I don't know if that's a rule that you now can't race or... Because there's not enough time to like fix the car, or could you maybe start from the pit lane? I don't really know, but mm-hmm. he did not race, so Hamilton went from 16 to like to like 15, yeah, or something like like that. Yeah, Hamilton ended up in 10th, getting one point uh, for yeah. Mercedes Benz. So I mean, hey, you know, going 15 to 10, that I mean that that that's pretty. That's you yeah. know, he got into the points. Yeah, that's not bad. I, I kind of feel like he'll always be in the points. I can't imagine like Hamilton not being good enough to be in the top ten. Like, like he, he's just he's better. Just, than... He's just not a middle, a middle runner. No, like you know what I mean. No, but then you have you know George. Yeah, he's figured out the car. I don't know what's going on with Hamilton. He just hasn't figured it out. Well, okay, so Latifi did get demoted. Okay, so Rosberg's gonna replace him. Wow. So yeah. Wow. He... So yeah. I'm assuming Rosberg is one of their uh, reserve dr- drivers. 
or no? Uh, yeah, I guess he's and in, so they're waiting just, in the wing, like they're a just, practice driver. Or... You want to know something, Jay? That's how the majority of opera singers get their get their get their big break. Well, yeah, I mean, somebody goes down and you fill in, kind of, so like a, like a call up. So I think it was Giuseppe De Stefano. I think what a name, Giuseppe De Stefano was like the Pavarotti of his era. He was this huge, famous tenor. Okay. Pavarotti was a young guy, and he was understudying on an and aging Giuseppe um, De Stefano. I don't know what it was. Laboam, it, 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 it doesn't matter. Well, guess what happened? De Stefano got sick, couldn't sing, mm-hmm. and they pushed Pavarotti on. Yeah, it's over. And the rest is history. Yeah, that's the move. But again, he won a competition. But you have to be when you get caught up. You it's like hockey players or exactly. You need to take advantage of your opportunity. Preparation. Yeah. What is it? Preparation plus opportunity equals success or something like yeah. that. So it's not like Pavarotti. They just found him like on the street. Right. He was obviously doing stuff. He was getting ready. But he got himself into a position where he was understudying. Just that would be like me understudying Pavarotti. Right. And then Pavarotti gets sick and gets pushed on stage. And here comes Pappy. But you got to be, you, you have to be, put yourself in that si- sure. situation. Hey, and that Rosberg kid in Formula 2, he was. The man. They, they talked about him all the time. Yeah. Him, him, Schumacher, were yeah. always going at it, yeah. you know. So, I mean, he definitely is a, uh, you know, rising star, or at least should be, in the uh, F1 world. So, I, I'm not surprised because Latifi, to me, um, like Jason said, were you driving that car? You know, when it came <laughs> to Mouse. like, I mean, so that's why we, this all started about talking about Mickey Mouse. <laughs> so of the 20 drivers of yeah. 7 billion people, yeah. only 20 men yeah. drive F1 cars. Right. And still some are like Mickey Mouse. Yeah. I said, there's a few Mickey Mouse. I yeah. Mean, you know, after the eighth driver, who cares? Yeah, exactly. There are still a few. Yeah. That are like, eh, like Albon. I like Albon as a person. Alex Albon seems like a nice guy, but for some reason, I don't know if it's nerves. He's middle. Or yeah, he's just it there. Just, it just doesn't. He doesn't. Now, first off, he's in a Williams now, so obviously, yeah. just in the. But let's say you put him in a Ferrari, which it still is, won't work. Which is this year's yeah. ultimate vehicle. Last year it was Mercedes. Yeah. This year it's the Ferrari. Do you really think Albon's gonna make it? Some people just exist. Yeah. You know, I don't want to call them filler because yeah. they're still in the position to be an F1 driver. Sure, yeah. But, you know, it's like if you're on the NFL and you're like the worst team and you're like the last guy on the roster on the worst team, yeah, you're an NFL player, but you're kind of existing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not really making like... I don't mean to like in a negative way. I just mean like you're not moving the needle for many people. Like within that team, yeah, he's not like separating himself. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, as the Macho Man says, the cream always rises to the top. Dude, that literally <laughs> is probably my favorite promo. Yeah, because he keeps pulling the creamers <laughs> yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. 
they're like in his jocks. I don't know where he's keeping yeah. them. Yeah. Mean Gene was freaking out. He's like, where are you getting those? Because so and he, he was like, drop out, them. I'm going to cream of the crap, brother. And he, oh, yeah. And then he throws it. <laughs> yeah. And then Mean Gene yeah, is like, like this shoe. well, macho man, what about now? Like, oh, I'm the cream. And he brings out another one. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. I'm the cream. And he throws it again. Yeah. Mean Gene's like, well, macho man. And like, oh, I'm the cream. And he brings out another one. And you're like, what the fuck? And oh, does he have like a bucket? It's like, it's like Miss Elizabeth down there, like yeah. feeding him, yeah. like little creamers. Yeah, she was down there. <laughs> she was down there already. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, brother. Yeah. Listen, Jake, this snake's invitation of Macho Man is one of my favorite things of oh, all time. Oh my gosh. Are we gonna do this tonight, brother? It's like he was. He always just had that. That yeah. like that steroid fueled like I'm yeah. gonna have an aneurysm at any moment. Wasn't he in like a Spider Man or something? Macho yeah. Man? yeah, yeah. He was in he was in one of the he was in I well I think it was the first one. Yeah, with uh, Toby Maguire. That's it. He was they were in like a wrestling ring, like a cage. Or something. Yeah, it was a cage match, and he in Spider Man only had like sweatpants on and like a hoodie, like he didn't have his full, you know, yeah. like spider suit. It's really hard to be a superhero in sweatpants. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> Didn't Christian Bale say that? <laughs> Something, yeah. Yeah, remember that scene where there were people, like, imitating Batman? Yeah. And he shows up in the Batmobile and gets the Sandman? Yeah, yeah. And the guy goes, he's, like, in a bat outfit. He goes, there's no difference between you and me. And he goes... I'm not wearing hockey pants. Yeah. And then the, in the parking garage. Yeah, in the parking garage. Yeah, and then yeah, the thing it. goes down the Batmobile drives off. That's like the best. Yeah. Okay, so we went and saw the Batman. Let's talk about yes, it. Yes, we did. Well, first off, just real quick before we move on, on to that, because that was a good segue. Uh, so Saudi Arabia, finally my guy, Max oh, Verstappen. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm okay. Sorry. Max Verstappen, uh, the world champion from last year, gets his first win, okay. passing Leclerc. Uh, just like they've been doing, the cars can follow a lot better. The DRS zones are just these beautiful passing places to pass. In the final few laps, Verstappen overtakes Leclerc to uh, get his first win of the season. The podium was uh, Verstappen, Leclerc, and Sainz. Again, Ferrari just showing their dominance. Um, yeah. And there were also a ton of DNFs. Um, Once again, it's good to be a Ferrari owner. Yes, it is. It's, you can you can feel proud. Yeah, it was embarrassing for a few years to have a Ferrari. Yeah, it, yeah. You know. Well, well, yes, yeah. So you had Schumacher who did not start. Uh, you had Sonoda who did not start. You do understand that when you buy like a twelve cylinder Ferrari, and some I think some eight cylinders now, on the dash it says how many world championships they have. That's insane. Yeah, it'll say, like... They have a lot. 12-time, 24-time. Well, they have the most. Yeah, whatever it is. They're, they're like the Yankees. They're like the Montreal Canadiens. Like, or, the, or yeah. yeah. They have, they have 24 so... 24 cups. They have so many that there's no way you could ever really... Like, and, like there's no way I don't think... It would take the Penguins 100 years to even, like, come close. Right, yeah. If not longer. Yeah. Because the league is just different now. Well, first off, there's only, there's only six teams back in the day. Well, yeah. And we're talking about hockey now. Yeah. There's only, yeah, <laughs> right. sorry. We're kind of going all yeah. over. But. Well, the Montreal, you got to remember, that it was a lot different then. And, and, and yeah. Before there was a draft, people, players that were in your territory, yeah. they were automatically, like, your property. Oh. So, like, Montreal... Oh. Not all the French Canadian oh, players. Obviously. So they were like just So it's not the same. Yeah, it's just different now. Yeah. Just know So you were the like... last time a Canadian team won the Stanley Cup was nineteen ninety three. Are you serious? Yeah, we were ten. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So you realize well, okay. how badly. Well, so here's the thing though. <laughs> We're getting off topic, but 90% of the teams are in the United States or in the continental I'm well, United States. Well, 7 of the 30 two one teams or whatever there are now are are in Canada. Are in Canada. So just statistically so 25%. Yeah. So just statistically it's more likely that a continental United States team would win the Stanley Cup. Well, and what yeah. about there's like, a lot of reasons why part of it's the pressure of playing in Canada. Yeah. And but also um, like are they in the same divisions? Are they like like you know, because, yeah. you know, if you have them all in the same division, then only one of them, one or two, is going to get into the playoffs. Yeah, so Montreal, lowers... Toronto, and Ottawa are in the same division. Yeah, so that that lowers their chances even more of even getting to, like, the like playoffs as a right. Canadian team. Right. So the the last year, you know, during remember the bubble, the COVID bubble? Oh, yeah, okay. So the, the Canadian teams were in their own division because they couldn't cross the border. Mm, okay, that's interesting. And then interesting. they were all, like, padding their stats. Okay. You know. That's then, interesting. And then Montreal made it to the to the final. Mm, okay. And then they got smacked around by Tampa. Oh boy. See, they yeah. they the league even tried to give them a a cheat to a, a direct line. Yeah, it just didn't. To the final. They just didn't. Uh, and they still can't do it. They couldn't make it happen. Well, that's interesting. That's you interesting. You got to remember the, the the NHL's a little weird. Yeah. The you know, 7 out of 31 teams are in Canada. So whatever percentage that is, let's call it yeah. twenty, whatever yeah. some percent. But over fifty percent of the revenue is generated by those seven teams. Wow! So that's a real bizarre. Correct. That's a real bizarre. If you're like the commissioner, how do you figure that out? Yeah. How do you reconcile that? That's with, how big hockey is in Canada. Yeah, with with wins to cups like. So you're getting 50% of your revenue from teams that don't even make it to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah. Last year, the Canadians went to the final. This year, they're the worst team in the league. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah, that's not acceptable in no. Montreal. No, that's not good at all. You see what I mean? Yeah. It's really... Well, you know. I don't know. Anyway. We're, we're, we're going off topic. Yeah, so just just real quick. the uh, So uh, obviously, Schumacher did, did not start... His car cracked in half, as we discussed. Yeah, what did they say? The chassis's okay? The engine's okay? Yeah, I don't know how the chassis's no, the okay. Ch- I saw the chassis break, I thought. I, I thought I saw it break in half. I don't know what a chassis is, maybe. <laughs> I, I thought it was like the frame of the car. And when the car's in two pieces, like the Titanic, I assume now the chassis's in two pieces. But yeah. um, Gunther Steiner said that the chassis and engine are fine. Uh, Sonoda did not start because his car shit the bed on the formation lap. Botas was uh, retired from the race with Alfa yeah, Romeo. Yeah. Ricardo was retired from yeah. the race with yes. a McLaren. And Alonso and his teammate Ocon. Ocon. What is going on with those so two? So the whole first... So after the first safety car, which ruined Perez's race. Yes. After that safety car, the race was dominated by Alonso and, yeah. and Ocon racing in their... Alpines. Okay, so I love Alonzo because he's an aggressive driver. I uh, that's why I like Umberstappen. R- correct. Yeah. He, he, he makes it for an exciting, yes, e- exciting for the casual fan. Yes, yes. You know what I mean. Yes. So if you're just like uh, tuning in to ESPN to see a race, mm-hmm. you'd be like, man, that guy goes for it. Yes. And you know, you could be a fan of him very quickly. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but he was, they were cannibalizing each other. You know, see, okay, so, he, okay, so here, here's my thing. Teammates racing. All right, well, at the end of the day, you are a team, but also you are, an in, you are both individual race car drivers. Yeah. So, here, so here's a couple of things. It's, it's only the second race of the season, so it's not like either of them are in the championship race. Yeah, yeah. However, they were six and seven, I believe, while they were battling, which is good points for Alpine. Yeah. So in my mind, regardless of, you know, Alonzo still thinking that he's the world champion from years ago, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're Otmar Safnauer, which is now their team principal, he left Aston Martin and went to Alpine. You don't want you I'm like, guys, it, it, neither, this isn't like the last race of the season. Neither of you are our contenders for, for the championship. Stay six and seven, and let's get some good points. Uh-huh. Instead, they raced each other like they were both in the lead, like Verstappen and, and uh, Leclerc do, who are in the lead. Yeah. And it turns out Alonzo's car on lap 36 shits the bed. And you wonder, yeah. did he push it too hard? And yeah. did his car shit? Now, obviously, Ocon's didn't, but they're different drivers. Just because they have the same car doesn't mean they yeah. drive the car the exact same way. Well, you got to remember, the teams say, well, the cars are set up the same. But, mm. but are they? Well, first we off, know that Hamilton's car was set up differently than Botas's car. 110%. Right? And we now, know that. And now you see George, who qualifies, I think, fifth. And then you have yeah. George... Um, Lewis. And then Lewis is down in, in, in 16th, and then 15th eventually, but 16th well, during qualifying. Well, George is the up-and-comer. I mean, yeah. he's going to be... George Russell. George That's Russell. I mean, I would say by, in two seasons, he'll be he'll be in play for world championships. 100%. I, I do believe he's the he's the most talented. I mean, if you Hamilton's going to exit. Yeah. And then after, I would say, Signs and Max, mm-hmm. George is the most talented driver in the field. Yes. Because yeah. Alonzo will retire, you know. Listen, that kind of thing. If this is how Hamilton's season goes, I don't even know if he's going to last the whole season. Do you think he is going to want to race like this for and for twenty three races? I, I think is the season. Do you think he's going to want to be qualifying in Q one out in Q one? Or yeah, he worked his way up to getting one point for yesterday's race, and he was lucky to get on the podium in 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 Bahrain. That was funny because you were like, um, he'll find a like. You were like, well, he's he's in whatever, and I said he'll find a way. Yeah, and he'll you know he'll end up like jokingly. I was like he'll end up on the podium. Yeah, and he was third. Yeah, and it was like yeah, he just finds a way. He finds a way, and he when he passes people, it looks so easy. Yeah, it's it's similar to like Tiger Woods golfing. There's it's yeah. just like this level of ability, like ease that you know, like when you watch Pavarotti sing, right, and he yeah. goes now you know he goes up to a high C. Yeah, like when he was younger. It was effortless. Now he's working his ass off. Right. He's working really hard. The trick is to make to it make look, it look easy. Yeah. So we're watching the race. We're both, and there's Hamilton. He's down in fifteenth, and it's like, oh, here comes Hamilton. He's gonna pass by the third lap. He's in like eleventh. Yeah. I mean, he just so okay. So obviously his car is not phenomenal right now. We're, who knows what's really going on? Because yeah. Russell isn't struggling like like he is. Right. So there's something going on. But still, when you watch Hamilton pass, he's still doing it with, like, such ease. Yeah. So the car has something going on. Yeah. Even the commentators say, like, it looks too easy. Yeah. So. And you're like, oh, why don't they 
you know, like stand up to him kind of. And I feel like they see Hamilton coming and just like move over. It's yeah, al- it almost looks like it almost it almost looks like l- let's say it's Lando Norris. So it almost looks like, well, he's a <laughs> he's a seven time champion. I'm in a McLaren. Yeah, we both have the Mercedes engine, but yeah. they're it's almost like they're the Mercedes team, even yeah. though I have a Mercedes engine in the back of my a McLaren. And it's like, let's just let Lewis go. Now, you know, Audi. So I'd, I, 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 I did. OK, so first off, two more things about F1. OK, one. They are racing in Vegas in 2023. Yeah. A Saturday night yeah. street race. Under the lights. Under the light on the strip. Yeah, we're going. And we are going to go. And Audi and who? Okay, so hold on. Okay. Audi has made a 500 million euro offer to McLaren to just buy the team. Oh. And Porsche wants naming rights for um oh my goodness it'll be Porsche Williams I, no so you got Williams yeah Alpha um and, and it's really interesting because Alpine see for years there's been rumors that you know with Ferrari you know struggled for a long time you, yeah 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 know. so there's always been these like hints that like Lamborghini was going to get back into F1 Oh, I would. You know, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Audi. Can you imagine Lamborghini? Well, Audi, in a way, is Lamborghini. Oh, okay. okay. So you got to keep that in mind. Okay. Um, but to to just tell McLaren to hit the road, that you know, that's that's a bold move. So it wouldn't be a a new team. They would be taking over. Yeah. The the McLaren team. Yeah. I and by like, that meaning, it's no longer a McLaren at all. Like they're taking over the team like fully. Yeah. It'd be an Audi team. R- correct. Correct. Yeah. It looks like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it looks like the green. You... Who, would, who would Porsche want to take over? I mean, who's available to be taken over? Andretti's would be the Porsche. Oh, so, so Andretti wants to come in under the Porsche name. Yeah, I guess. It's very interesting. I'm kind of like, but I, but I thought Andretti wanted to create his new a new team. That's what I thought, but this might be the way for him to do it. Yeah, but see, that, like we've talked about, starting a new F1 team is extremely difficult and very expensive. Yeah, like that guy that I met in in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, his son is the his son is the right rear tire pit guy for. Graham Rahal. Yeah. Okay. And he was telling me, he's like, listen, the barrier of entry, they say, is like 250 million mm-hmm. to get into F1. But he goes, it's really a billion. Yeah. At the end of the day, like behind the curtain, you, you need a billion dollars. You need dollars. a billion dollars behind the curtain. Yeah. So he's like, they're raising money behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I'm just trying to, you know. Yeah. Cause think about it. Hold on, Jake. You and I are going to start an F1 team. We are? Hold on. Let's just say that. Yeah. Okay. No, that we should. Where are we going to build the cars? <laughs> You're right. You need a factory. Okay. Right. Yeah. Who, who Who's going to build them? Oh, it's Red Bull. Porsche and Red Bull. They want to join forces? Yeah. Yes. That's huh. what it is. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, I was on in my mind. I just couldn't get it out. Here it is. Now, what about the engine part of it? 
are they going to Porsche going to build an engine or are they going to use the Honda engines? Yeah, the works Porsche Porsche engine deal for Red Bull. It'll be a Porsche engine. So then we're Honda. That's interesting. So um, we've mentioned this, but in case you don't know, Honda was supplying the engines for the Red Bull teams, them and Alpha Tori or Tauri or whatever. And then Honda is exiting F1 and Red Bull basically bought or whatever yeah. bought. So that, so now they're called Red Bull powertrains. Okay. Yeah. So if you look online, they're just no longer, they're no longer it's called really Honda. Honda's in, um, you know, like they sponsor the, uh, they have, car, yeah, too, open wheel. Okay. Honda must have so much money. I thought this was complete bullshit. And I think we talked about it. it doesn't. Honda's like, we want to get out of F1 because we want to become more green. I'm like, but you do half of IndyCar. Right. What, what's, the, is, what's the difference? Yeah, fuel's still on it, fuel. It, it's this, they're not electric they're cars. 235 miles an hour. Yeah. Like, so, what is it, Honda and Chevy in Indy? Uh, that, that's yeah. all you have is yeah, Honda and Chevy. Yeah, Honda and yeah, Honda, Honda and Chevy. Chevy. Honda and Chevy. I think, I think Ray Hall is a Honda, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Honda car. So, I'm thinking, why the heck is Honda leaving F1? But that was their decision for whatever reason. So, Red Bull took over the Honda factories that uh, make those engines. They're now called Red Bull powertrains, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. However, maybe the long term, maybe... Mr. Red Bull, the, the Austrian guy, doesn't want to be in the engine bi- business. Yeah. So maybe he's thinking, we partner with, with Porsche, and Porsche becomes a new engine um, right. um, supplier. Well, if, if only for our teams, maybe, because there, there are two Red Bull teams. The Volkswagen group must have so much money laying around. Yeah. Around. You know, they were in trouble years ago. They thought about selling Bugatti, Lamborghini, and Porsche. Yeah. But now, with... It looks like Porsche and Audi getting into F1. I mean, they must have stacks of money laying around just to just to say, hey, we want in. I mean, that that's incredible. I, just the amount of money thrown around. Oh, my God. It's just like. It's, it's insane. F1 is literally billions of, I mean, it's yeah. unbelievable. And, they're, and, and that's Vegas night race on a Saturday night. That's wild to me. Yeah, they're really changing. That means qualifying will be on Friday. That's really interesting to me that they're doing a Saturday night. Like, why? I mean, Bahrain's a night race, and it's on a Sunday yeah, night. I just think that Vegas, all the whales want to get out of there on Sunday. Yeah, all the big players. Yeah, I bet you that's, it has something to do with it. Yeah. They must have the data that says there like, must be something. Saturday night is the night. Is the night? The, you know, fight nights. There's a reason fight nights yeah. are Saturday nights. However, I have to say, they're literally going to be okay. So I was thinking about this. This is going to be a street race. Okay, there's no circuit in Las Vegas. <laughs> right. Okay? Yeah. And they're going to be using the strip as as I don't know what they but, said that the, the they predict the speeds to be about 213 miles an hour on the strip. Yeah. That is so insanity. they're basically going to be shutting down Vegas for this race, correct? Because they can't just pop it up overnight. They no. have to spend weeks built. I'm assuming building the uh, the, the barriers, the, the infrastructure, and like and the safety. chicanes and all that stuff. Yeah, like where's like pit row going to be? Like, Hopefully, like right in front of us. Yeah, but yeah, but what I mean is like <laughs> you know when you go to these circuits behind and stuff, the uh, they have behind Caesar's Palace, they have huge buildings right. that have the garages and everything. Yeah. So like they're going to have to build that somewhere. Yeah, that's interesting. So like they're going to be basically shutting Vegas down for how how long? Uh, that's unbelievable. But I but Vegas knows that it's going to be bringing in yeah tons of people. Yeah, they know regardless. Yeah, their casinos. Excuse me, their casinos, their Before. hotels, 
before and after. It, it might be a record-setting night for... Yeah. It, yeah, I mean... So... I've been to Vegas on a fight night, you know, like a Pacquiao. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's different. I bet it's insane, it's yeah. It's different, yeah, yeah. I bet it's insane. Um, I mean, I can't even imagine going to an F1 race. It's like... It's pretty much my, like, bucket list right now. I mean, yeah. I'm sure I have some other things on it. Right. But um, seeing... I want to see those cars in person so bad. Yeah. Because it's very difficult when you see them on TV to really get an idea of how big they are. And how fast they're going. How fast they're going. You know, on TV, that camera angle is so far away. Sometimes it doesn't look like they're going that fast. They, I mean, it looks like they're going like 40 miles per hour. Right. And then, okay, first off, we talked about that like visor cam, which is just unbelievable. Oh, that's the move. But then they do, you know, I, you know what we got to do? When you get that F1 TV, you just tap on Verstappen or Leclerc signs and you watch the race from their perspective. Yeah, I don't even know how they like know where they're going. It's really insane to me. It's really insane. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I barely function like in my Maserati, especially when I had the windows tinted. Yeah. I couldn't drive it. I'm at night. Yeah, your your tint was like... It was. That was like amateur dark. hour. I it don't was, know what was going on there. You couldn't even see out of your car. I couldn't drive it like, at what's night. What's going on I had there? to put my windows down at night so I, so I could see. <laughs> Yeah, so like if yeah. I was making like 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 a left turn. Wait, did you have a windshield tint on yours too? Yes, but yeah. it was taken off before I purchased it. Okay, yeah, because that's illegal. Like I that's know, I know the previous owner of that car. Yeah, it, it had the, the windshield. It wasn't was, good. Was tinted. No, it wasn't good. No, that there was a car. Lot of illegal activity. There was a lot of shit going on that had to be changed to make that car yeah. legal. Correct. Just to get stickers on it, I had yeah. to do a lot of shit to it. Yeah. Um, so F one's going to be in Vegas. We might have some new teams coming in. Uh, or at least new, yeah. not new teams. Next but, week's Australia. Yep. Yep. I Australia. believe, right? Yeah. Yep. Australia's next. You know, Australia used to be the season opener. Yeah. But what happened was they started doing testing in Bahrain. Oh. So it used to be in Spain. They would test in Spain and then go to Australia. However, I think they ended the season in Bahrain one year mm. and ended up staying to test next year's cars. Really? And then they just decided, well, we, like, start we like to test here. So let's just start here. Oh. Yeah. And then Saudi Arabia is new. I think it's only the second year that yeah. Saudi Arabia has There's been like on. There's like terrorist attacks going yeah, on. Yeah. So another interesting thing is during one of the practice sessions, I believe it was a practice session, yeah. um, there was a an attack, I believe, on an oil refinery or something. Yeah, like not far away. No. Literally in the same town, just yeah. in right, right nearby. And people thought, okay, it's like a terrorist attack. So maybe we shouldn't have a race. Like, no, it's okay. We're, we're still going to race. Which money talks, you know, I mean, I, I don't I don't really have many feelings about it because I don't know a lot of details. I don't really know. Yeah, it's hard to have. a. It's it's really hard to have. a. I just know at the end of the day, it brings in so much money. Yeah. Yeah. Money talks shit walks, man. I mean, there's yeah. just no one was hurt. Well, no one in the F1 bubble. Right. It didn't, Nobody that we know. Yeah, exactly. It's not like one of the Ferraris was was blown up or something like, you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's just. It it's like out of sight, out of mind. I think kind of deal. And I don't. They're not like. It's not like they were racing in Iraq during, during like like the Iraq War. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it, it it would seem like kind of a random thing. I mean, yeah. I don't know if these kind of attacks are common in Saudi Arabia, but I think for the F one viewer, it was kind of like a blip, and then well, we're on we're on to qualifying, and then the race. You wow. Know? It's kind of weird this weekend without it. Yeah, and then, so and then you know next weekend they start up again. Yeah. But I like how there's a little bit of a. I mean, to go to Australia is a big trip too. 
You yeah. have to fly all that there. Well, so I, I, when I started watching F1, I thought to myself, okay, they're in Saudi Arabia. Now they have to get everything to Australia. Yeah. How is that possible? Right. Yeah, so yeah. it's a combination of boats. Oh, it is. And airplanes. It, it, you know this. Yeah. So I watched a whole YouTube video on it. Really? Is that like before like the races in China? Yeah. The stuff is on a boat heading out there. It's like it's all it's 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 like a logistical. And the team's like, we'll meet the stuff out yes. there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then if they're racing into Europe, like if they're in Italy and then in Spain, it just goes on eighteen wheelers. The cars just get put on, and they're all taken apart. Everything's taken apart. It's not like the cars go like solid. Right. Everything's like like taken apart. Yeah. And it, like it's a, in these big like a Lego. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. So it's it, interesting. It yeah. just depends on where they're on where they're going, oh. and they they like. So like McLaren, Ferrari, and Mercedes might all rent space on a jetliner, and all their shit goes on, and it gets sent sent to Australia, and then they just like meet it there. But like Max and, and Leclerc, they're on a private jet, like they're not. You know, Max you know, owns, um, you know, Richard Branson's old jet. Really, Max's jet he bought from Richard Branson. It was the old Virgin. Oh, dude, yeah. I want to meet Max Verstappen. If I met Max Verstappen, yeah. You want to like hang out with them? I'd pass out. No, you you want to hang out with them? I I, I do internally. I'd be passing. Out. Yeah, I'm excited. I, oh my god, I would just love. Yeah, I want to sit in one of the cars. I oh my god, I probably wouldn't fit because they're small. We'll grease you up. They're they're not we'll big have, dudes. We'll have some of these uh, fluffers. Yeah. come in. Yeah, they'll grease you up, and then you yeah. get a running start, and then you just Listen, fall in. If I was a billionaire, yeah. First off, if I was a billionaire, yeah, I'd be looking to buy an F1 team, at least some part of it. Yeah, just so want I, some influence. Just so I could fit my fat ass in one of those cars. Yeah, like just custom so, made. Like, like, like a Lawrence Stroll type. Now, yeah. he bought an entire team. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean listen, if I had the funds, you know, if I could, I guess I would. The Strolls need to go away. Yeah. First off, the only time they mention Lance Stroll is yeah. when, like, Hamilton's passing him or something. <laughs> like, they never mention Lance Stroll in any kind of, yeah. look what he's doing. No, it's look look, look how he's in the way of someone else who yeah. is better than He's being than lapped for the yeah. third time. Yeah, that's right. the only time they bring him he, up. There's, they call him Traffic. Yes, yeah. He, yeah, Blue, yeah. He, they, his nickname's Blue Flag. Yeah. <laughs> so, when, when you're being lapped, yeah. the... The, they wave a blue flag. That's not good. So if if, if Leclerc's behind you and you're Stroll, yeah, and Leclerc's about to lap you, they wave a blue flag at Stroll, and he has to move over and let Leclerc go. Yeah, yeah. Like he physically has, like he can't. He's not racing. I'm um, Leclerc. No. Like does that make sense? So like yeah. Stroll might be in front of Leclerc, but they're not racing each other. No. Leclerc's Just literally a lap ahead of him. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of the way. Sorry. I mean, you know what? His daddy's a billionaire. Bought him an F one team. Good for him. Good for him. It's just, it's just. There's a the guy named like Nico Hulkenberg, who's an actual great driver. Yeah. Who who could be in that seat? That's what frustrates me. There's there's we talk about like Money Mickey talks. like Mickey Mouse drivers. Yeah. It, it's just shitty that Lance Stroll's a Mickey Mouse driver, and but Hulkenberg isn't, and he 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 just has to wait in the wings for someone to get COVID. So Fettel's had COVID. He's coming back for Australia, apparently. Yeah, yes. So for the first two races of the season, Fettel has tested positive for COVID. So wh- who do they call the super sub? 
Nico Hulkenberg comes in and takes his spot at Aston Martin mm-hmm. while Fettel's out. So they have two cars in the race. Now, Hulkenberg hasn't moved the needle. He hasn't done well. It's not like he's like on the podium or anything. He's actually never been on a podium. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, you want to race two cars just as for a chance to get points. And um, it just sucks that, like, really, Stroll, Lance Stroll should be a reserve driver and Hulkenberg should be in, he shouldn't, in the he car. He should be in Formula E. Yeah. They should just he's demote a, him to Formula he's E. He's more of a Formula E type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a bumblebee. It's so weird, Formula E. It needs to go away. I mean, I can't imagine Formula One. Like, nobody watches Ever it. without so combustion engines. I, I don't know. Listen. You remember when Botas was like, just give me the damn V12 back and I'll win every race? Yeah. That's like I, I like that. There's, I like him. There's a great interview with Hamilton. He's doing an interview, and I believe Alonzo. So Alonzo was coming back to F1, right? Mm-hmm. But he needed some like practice. And he's racing for Alpine, which used to be Renault. Mm-hmm. Renault is where Alonzo won his two championships, right? So while Hamilton's giving this this interview, Alonzo is is in his old V10. Mm-hmm. doing laps around wherever going insane hamilton hears the v10 and in mid-sentence stops and he goes Ooh. and looks and just listens and goes wow yeah and that's yeah. the v10 that's not yeah. even the v12 like remember you pulled up on your app the old race yeah Th- that's v12s yeah so i have the f1 tv app it's like 80 bucks a year and you can watch races all the way back to like the 80s yeah you, it, it has an archive you could watch senna schumacher I watched Verstappen's first-rate Prost. Yeah. We, we what, what was it? Nineteen ninety-one. I I pulled up a race. Yeah. The um, um I think you pulled up uh, uh Monaco ninety-one. Whatever, and you could watch the whole race as if it's nineteen ninety-one, and you're watching it on TV live. That's so cool. I could I, like I literally could watch like Senna's whole like career maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. To just I mean that'd be a lot of time, but still it'd be cool to it's be able to say neat. that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, F1 is happening. Australia's next. Yep, yep. Leclerc's got to win. Verstappen's got to win. Leclerc's obviously still ahead in the championship as is Ferrari because of the first race, Red Bull shitting the bed. Yeah. And um, so we'll see how things go. Maybe we'll try forward. to do a show like next Monday, which would be the day after Australia. Yeah, that's fine with Maybe me. Maybe we could do that. I mean, we, we could do shows that are just like an F1 nope. follow-up. Yeah, because like it's your show. We yeah. can just do it whenever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We don't need. There's no schedule here. And people will listen. Yeah. Because I mean, it's TMPS. Yes, exactly. So right. so Jason and I did go see the Batman. Oh, yeah. We saw the Batman. Yeah. I got drunk. It Okay, so before <laughs> the Batman, we went to. Um, I don't drink, by the way. Yeah. Jason does not drink often. I drink heavily, and um, <laughs> I'm basically an alcoholic, but. No, but uh, <laughs> I shouldn't joke about that. But uh, but um, Jason does not drink often. And before the movie, we went to um, it's some a, time to kill Emiliano's. Yeah, we, which, well, we, the BRGR is not there anymore. Yeah, so we wanted to go to BRGR, which is one of those burger joints where you like have like a little notepad and you select your meat and your bread and your toppings and stuff. And they have other stuff. And we were going to go to BRGR. They have a bar and they're gone. And I yeah. guess they didn't survive COVID or whatever. And I'm surprised because those spots are very popular. Those like burger joints. Apparently not. Yeah, apparently not. Apparently not. So BRGR was closed. The sign wasn't even there anymore. I mean, gone. Just yeah. like not even. So I said, like, 
Emiliano's well, it is. Emiliano's. Walk down there. It's a Mexican restaurant in this area. I don't know if it's national or local, but there's Good a ass. few of them around the Pittsburgh area. And we sat at the bar, and um, I ordered my favorite, a strawberry frozen margarita, which gave me brain freeze like right away. I drank it yeah. way too fast. And I had no clue what I ordered, but it was a sangria margarita. A sangria margarita. And, uh, so you're getting sangria and tequila. Oh. Uh, you're getting two alcohols. Oh, that was the issue. Sang- sangria See, is a wine. Nobody, th- nobody warned me. Yeah, it's a double whammy. Oh, I got whammied. You got whammied. Yeah, so the, the first hour of Batman, I don't remember. <laughs> actually, because it, it's a, it's like no. a three-hour movie. Okay, so Batman. Oops, sorry. Batman was way too long. Um, however, I, I I don't remember clocking any sections that I would take out. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah. so so Wagner art operas, right? Wagner operas are typically five to six hours. That's a bit long. Okay, not all of them. Do they feed you during the opera? No, no, no. That's a not all of them. Some are shorter, but like when you go see the Ring Cycle, prepare to sit there for at least five hours. Oh. But I remember watching the Ring Cycle. Right, I forget which opera it was, and a scene happened, and I remember thinking, "Cut! That scene doesn't need to be there." Yeah, like, it was like 25 minutes. Yeah, I'm thinking we could just, I mean, I mean, I guess you learned a few things like like plot point wise. But to me, it was like, mm, I can, if I ever did this opera and I needed to maybe shorten it up a bit. Yeah. It slice. Extract that. Yeah, extract yeah. that. But when you watch the Batman, the issue is there's so much going on. Yeah. So you have Batman. It's his second year of being Batman. He's young. He's brooding. He's emo. He's not a playboy. This isn't Christian Bale. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? We're going to do spoilers because you know what? You, you, the movie's been out a month. Yeah. And it's like, how can you talk about a movie without spoilers? It doesn't really matter. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I don't really care. Yeah, same. And, you know, Alfred wasn't in it too much. And no. He, did you notice that that he had a cane? That was an interesting Yeah, interesting I, I don't choice. know if that was a good choice for Alfred. I wasn't a fan of that kid. That um, yeah, I, I'm not casting him as Alfred. Doesn't do it for me. It, no. it really doesn't do it for me. Me personally, yeah, because it was a young Batman. There was a lack of refinement. Yes. Yeah, so this is a new Batman. This yeah. is not. Which wasn't. I don't mean that in a bad way. No. It's yeah. Just part of the growing up. Yeah. It's like he's only been doing it for a couple years. You know, he's seen as a vigilante. He's seen as someone who is not to be trusted. Yeah, he never comes out in public. Yeah, so, like, this isn't the Christian Bale Batman where he's like, we're going to change, like, like the pool rules. Like, right, no models, there's, no, no, he is no. trying to... He drives, like, a Corvette. Yeah, oh, a very nice Corvette, yeah, yeah, but he's trying to, like, do something with his family's legacy, you know? I feel like he's trying to, like, make, like, do something... To make them like great, to like to like uh, honor them, yeah. And yeah, being yeah. Batman is 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 what he's decided that's going to be, yeah. And the whole first part of the movie, the intro to the movie is basically about how Batman has created with the bat signal fear, which I think is very interesting because I'm not sure there's ever been a Batman movie mm. that really focused on that. Is that obviously, and also, I felt this was the most human Batman. The Batman that I felt like could actually get, like, beat up. That that could actually put himself in trouble. 
Does that make make make, yeah, make sense? They they even made it a point to show like him with a shirt off. Yeah, and he was like bruised up and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, maybe maybe this guy has bitten off more than he can chew. Exactly, exactly. Sort, sort of. I think that was the like the seed that what they needed to plant. Yeah, to make him more like vulnerable. Yes, because again, this is not a fully formed, established Batman in my mind. This is a guy who's only been doing it for two years and really hasn't figured it out yet. Really hasn't like. Yeah, is like, he even like he, being he's a like building the Batcave kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Like his car's not complete. Yes, and they're not in a mansion. Like there's yeah. no Wayne Manor. No, he lives in, like he lives in Wayne Tower. Yeah, he just like yeah, it's not really very different. Very different. Yeah, if you're expecting, yeah, they, they kind of went back to the to the Daniel Craig Bond. Yeah, where it's yes. like no gadgets. Yeah, no yeah. Playboy. Yeah, it's just like it's a really, raw Bond. It's very raw. This yeah. is a very raw Batman. Yeah, I, that that's sort of like what what took place there. And the dialogue is very quiet. Do you notice that? Yeah. He he always spoke. He doesn't raise his voice. Yeah, Alfred's like you know he yeah. says something. He goes, <sighs> it's just kind of very, yeah, like dismissive. Yeah, uh, he's so yeah. in 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 himself. Yeah, you know, and the, and then the movie, the whole movie, not just parts of the movie, yeah. from the beginning to the end, is shot in very dark. Very dark. The whole movie is dark. Like it's hard to see some of it. Physically dark. I don't know how else to like. It's not like dark, moody dark. It, I mean, it yeah. it is moody dark. Yeah, but it's shot. But in it's a also dark. like like the Godfather dark. Yes, that movie was shot very dark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because some of it was like. Like, like, where are they? There was a scene where Bruce Wayne, not Batman, goes to meet Carmen Falcone. Yeah. And they're playing pool. Yeah. yeah. And the Penguin and another guy is there playing pool, but they're completely black. They're completely, like, I, I knew it was the Penguin just because he said something and you can, like, tell from a silhouette. Mm-hmm. Like, that scene was shot so dark. Yeah. And the only light was really on Carmine Fa- Falcone. Yeah. You know, it was very interesting like how the, they shot the, the film. The person who was in the scene almost was like spotlighted. Yes, in yeah. A way, and I everyone else was in the dark. Yeah, yeah. The shadows. It was yeah, but but again, again, in the very beginning of the movie, they 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 they've never. I mean, they've never. And, and int- Batman was also really close with the with the um, police chief. Okay, who's so no, who's not the commissioner yet? Yeah, so in the beginning of this film, Commissioner Gordon is not Commissioner Gordon. Correct. There's He's, another commissioner who ends up getting murdered by the Riddler. Well, the well, the, uh, correct. And then, but the mayor it, got murdered. So the mayor got murdered first. Yeah, and then the commissioner. And that's Batman is helping the police solve the crime. So Batman is He's a de- not really a vigilante. No, Batman is a detective. Yeah. If you go back to the original comic books, yeah. he's the detective, right? Yeah. And this film really focuses on Batman as a detective. That's it. When he's in the mayor's house. So first off, commi- well, he's not Commissioner Gordon yet, but Gordon yeah. sees is the only guy on the police force that sees value in Batman. Correct. Sees value in someone who is not, like in the Christian Bale movies, remember the Chinese guy flees to China? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, and like, and they're like, we don't have jurisdiction. Jurisdiction. He goes, 
Batman doesn't have jurisdiction or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Batman doesn't have a, a, a jurisdiction. He doesn't have really rules to follow except his own. Right. Right. Which he re, he re, he reiterated his rules in this movie with Catwoman that he doesn't use guns. His aim isn't to kill people. Like yeah. Batman, one of Batman's, and actually, uh, you, you will have to look this up, but I'm pretty sure early on Batman did did carry a gun. But again, that was early on. But don't don't quote me on that. But I remember seeing mm, yeah. like, or maybe it was maybe it was Captain America. Someone used to carry a gun. I think, oh. a, but but anyway, in modern day Batman, no no guns. I would say to people who haven't seen it. It's worth seeing. It's worth seeing 100%. It's, I don't think he was great. I don't think he was bad. No. I thought he was uh, sufficient. So right after the movie, I wasn't thrilled. But I also wasn't like, that fucking sucked. But as the yeah. days went by, I've, I, it kind of like grew on me. Yeah. The movie's grown you on me. You might have me. to see it again. Yeah, but not in the theater. No. It's too long. Yeah, I had a piece so bad at the end, <laughs> but Jason told me to wait because there was a little, it wasn't an extra scene or anything like the Marvel movies, but if you go see the film, wait to the end of the credits, there's a little Riddler thing that yeah. you'll notice that they, they kind of flash. So first off, in this movie, the Riddler is not like any Riddler that we've ever seen. Yeah. It, He's a real psychopath, more like a serial killer kind of thing. Yeah. A loner. He's a loner. He's a real crazy dude. I think Paul Dano did a fine job yeah. with, with what he was given as the role. Mm-hmm. Um, but not what you would think as a villain. No. This He's is, not a traditional villain. It's very different. Just get, if, you're, if you watch the Batman Adam West series, do, that's not the Riddler that you're going to see. Yeah. If you watch Jim Carrey... Yeah. That is not the Riddler that you're going to see. This is a very different take on, on, yeah, on the no, Riddler. Like, costumes. Nope. This is very, very different. He's wearing like jeans and a t-shirt kind and of thing. And his whole deal is that back in the day, so Thomas Wayne, who was a doctor in this version. I don't know if Thomas Wayne was a doctor in... in yes. It, was he... Is yeah. he, he... Is he... So, okay. See, so yes. I didn't really know that about him. Yeah. Anyway, he ran for mayor or something. Or he ran right. on this, you know, we're the Waynes, we have billions of dollars, we're going to create this renewal. And this renewal is going to renew Gotham. This is what I, I got from it. And, yeah. and Edward Nashton, so Edward Enigma is the typical Riddler, but there's also an Edward Nashton who's the Riddler. And this Riddler is Edward Nashton, okay? He was, a, he was an orphan, Correct. Who was going to benefit from the renewal? Yeah, he was the, like the pilot program of yes. the renewal, and uh, and you know, so you have a young Bruce Wayne with his parents, mm-hmm. and then in the background, there's a kid with glasses, and that's supposed to be him. Yeah. So he's he he it, looks at there's as a privileged like, like he, I'm an orphan. I'm gonna benefit from this. I'm renewal. The irony is that when Bruce's parents are killed, he's an orphan. Yeah. But they're not the same. They're not the same. So Edward Nashton becomes the Riddler, and it's all about how the there were these promises that were made. This renewal, but the 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 let's say a billion dollars, however much money was put into this a renewal fund, mm-hmm. it all became corrupt. Basically, the whole idea is that this Carmine Falcone, the the big mafia boss, the mm-hmm. he is the real mayor. He is the guy who everyone works for him. And it turns out, though, that he's actually a rat. 
right. a very interesting story here. And again, I don't know how much this relates to the actual comics. A lot of the times when they make a comic book movie, the director has like a certain comic book or graphic novel in mind. Mm-hmm. And I forgot to look up if, if, if this director was Took. kind of was basing a lot of this off of a certain storyline, right? Yeah. It's because it's interesting that he used Edward Nashton and not Edward Enigma. That, see, that to me, to me makes me think that he has a certain comic book in mind. That it's maybe not the direct story. He's not stealing the story from the comic book. He's building it. But he's building it off of that kind of version of Batman yeah. and the Riddler and, and Catwoman and everything. Like at the end when it, there was like flooding. Okay, so so I here's was, the deal. I was like not like thrilled with yeah, that. Yeah, so the whole premise is the Riddler is pissed at the world. Wants to get caught. Once, yeah, so he, and he also thinks that him and Batman are working together. That by 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 addressing all of these letters to the Batman... And having the Batman solve all these riddles, they're actually murdering people like together, right? That that's what's happening in like the Riddler's mind. Yeah. So he kills the mayor, he kills the uh, commissioner. Yep. Carmen Falcone gets gets killed by Edward Nashton, the Riddler specifically. Yeah. And then they finally catch him because he wants to be caught. Yeah. And then so he, all like, of booby trapped his like apartment. Yeah. So all these people. The mayor, the commissioner, Carmine Falcone, they're all involved in the corruption of the renewal that was started by the Waynes. And then Bruce Wayne was going to be the next person, mm-hmm. obviously. Okay, so this was a weird thing. Did, do you think the Riddler knew Batman was Bruce Wayne? Remember the scene when they're yes, in prison? Say, yeah. Or was he just saying Bruce Wayne is my next target? See, it's a little iffy there. You're yeah. not really sure if it's he's a gray area. if he's saying Bruce Wayne because that's his next target, or or he's saying it because he knows Batman said, is Bruce he Wayne. Like, he said it like real slow. Yeah, and he sings Ave Maria. Yeah, yeah. So it was in the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie. Yes, and that's a little weird. That was very uh, strange. It's such like a romantic, like I don't yeah. know. It's a very interesting. So Ave Maria is a song that I've sung a million times. Yeah, I sing it at weddings. I sing it at funerals. I sing it in church. It's just this beautiful song that's it's like somber. Peop- well, for, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It could be happy. Yeah. But it could, so th- they used it in a somber. Yeah. In a very creepy way. Yeah. It was like dark. It very was real creepy. weird. Real, Batman is like borderline um, horror. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's yeah. not really a comic movie. No, this movie's not a comic no, book movie it, at all. It's not horror like a slasher movie. No. It's a it's more of it's a dark. psychological horror yes, movie. Yes, psychological, yeah. 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 So So, however, so I don't know. That's my take on so, it. So, but but you have Edward Nashton the Riddler killing people who are directly involved in what he thinks is his misery and in the people so like no more lies, right? So he was trying to expose all these lies. There's there's yeah. this renewal fund that these that these these people who are DAs, mayors, commissioners, you know, they're just using the money to go to the Penguins, you know, club and do drop, which I guess is some kind of drug that they came up. It's like this. acid. Yeah, it's like acid yeah, or something. Yeah. So the the uh, the uh, penguin in this movie is the second in command to Carmine Falcone, and he runs the Iceberg Lounge or whatever. But there's a sub club. There's like another club within the club yeah. where all the big secret society, where all the big wigs hang out, all the people who are supposed to be 
the people who are helping Gothamites. Right. They're all down in this club doing drugs, doing doing drugs, and getting hookers and stuff, and just yeah. using that. It basically it implies that this this renewal fund is being used as their slush fund. Correct. And it was and it was supposed to be corruption. Something, yeah, it's all about corruption. And Edward. Well, and, every Batman's about corruption. Yes. That's the idea of the. Yeah. You know, it's it's basically just like you know, bad management yes. of a city. And and the Riddler is trying to expose this corruption and kill the people. He kills the mayor, the commissioner, the DA. Yeah, the DA. And then, yes. And then he creates a little Riddler army, you yeah. know, at, at the very end. But this is where I think the movie went, went off the rails. When the Batman is interviewing the Riddler in, in Arkham Asylum, yeah. The Riddler realizes that the Batman didn't figure out his entire plan, that there are seven vans. So apparently Gotham is below water, is below sea level, because it has it has this huge wall that keeps the like river or like bay back. Okay. Yeah. And then the Riddler has placed seven vans around the city that are all gonna blow up and flood the city. Yeah. And that to me doesn't really um doesn't do anything. It doesn't really go with the rest of his plan. No. Now he's just killing people for like no reason. For fun. Yeah. Which I guess could could that's show more, that's more Jokerish. A hundred percent. The Joker doesn't kill. He kills for pleasure. Killing, for killing. Yeah. That's more of a Joker thing to me. That's a hundred percent right. Yeah. And the Joker does make an appearance. However, what they used, and we'll talk about the Joker in a second. What they used that um that destruction for right it propelled the batman in a position to sacrifice himself so at the end yeah he's hanging from like the jumbotron and he cuts the wire and he goes down into the water and we think he's going to get like I'm electrocuted yeah. but what he was doing which would happen which would happen it, i mean it didn't in the movie but maybe it's a his, movie it's a movie but what he was doing is he was saving people right and then he it, saved like hundreds it, of people. It showed him as a hero. Right. So now pulling he's pulling people out of the wreckage. It had the opposite effect that the Riddler wanted. Yes. It made the Batman a hero. Right. So from, from a storytelling point of view. This was part one. Yeah, it was. 100%. 100%. This movie set up. Carmen Falcone died. So now the Penguin yeah. is going to be the, the next crime boss. He's going to yeah. become... I mean, they call him the 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 penguin, obviously. Yeah. But but his his role was kind of like like comedic he, almost. He was almost an understudy. Yes. Of a real crime boss. Exactly. He was kind of a clown. Exactly. Yeah, but he's the now penguin. he's the penguin. But now that Carmine there's Falcone, a vo- there's a vacuum. There's a void. Yes, a vacuum. A power vacuum, and, and then- obviously the penguin's going to ascend and to you know take control of the crime. In Gotham, he's yeah. going to try to become the new Carmine Falcone. Yeah. Then you have Catwoman, who I liked this Catwoman because there's always been a relationship between her and Batman. Is she a villain? Is she a good guy? You know, Catwoman technically is a villain. Well, this Catwoman's a lot better than Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Yeah. What was going on there? That yeah. was a disaster. It's kind of a waste. But like this Catwoman was like I think much more in line with the comics. Yeah. And it had this nice connection between her and Batman. Yeah. And now they both go their separate ways at the end, but you know she'll be back. Here's the thing. In in all the other Batmans, you only see Bruce Wayne have a romantic connection with a woman. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Only mm-hmm. when he's in a suit and tie. Uh-huh. 
And this Batman is the opposite. It's the opposite. When he's the Batman is when he gets all hot and bothered. Hot with, and bothered with by the, the Catwoman. And that they make out in their in, in their, their suits. In their suits. Yeah. That's yes. we we need suits. We need we need suits. We yeah. need bat suits. Yeah. Or you know, we need we need, you know. Yeah, this bat suit, he was wearing like weird boots. So again, it's almost like he like put it together. Ooh, and something interesting is the Oh, he had the adrenaline. So okay, okay, so so two things that were interesting. Every bat suit has the bat emblem on the chest. Yeah. His is actually a knife. Yeah. So the bat emblem on his chest it comes out. Is like a functional weapon or knife or like yeah. tool. Which is kind of cool. And then when he's fighting the little Riddler army on the Jumbotron. The little Riddler. Okay. Yeah. Um, he, gets th- he gets shot in the chest with a shotgun. Now, his bat suit is bulletproof, which they prove many times over during the film. Yeah. However, a shotgun blast, even if it doesn't penetrate the skin, it, you've been hit by a shotgun blast. And as a shotgun shooter myself, that's going to knock you on your ass and knock the air out of you. Right. right. So what he does is to get, you know, he's basically like losing. Correct. He, he pulls this stuff, and it looks like a green liquid out of his yeah. utility belt. It was real weird. And he shoots it like, like, like a hulk. Yeah. He, he like hulked up. Well, a lot of people think that's, that's Venom. And Venom is what creates the villain Bane. Mm. So the Christian Bale movies didn't do Bane correctly at all. Was it good? Yeah. I mean, for, for the Nolan universe, but he wasn't the real Bane. The real Bane is a steroided up, like, manufactured, yeah. you yeah. know. In he, the comics, like a big. He has these these big tubes of green liquid that go around his body, and that's yeah. Venom. And Venom is like a steroid. So it keeps a, him, like, powerful. Yes. Makes him muscular and all this stuff. So right. a lot of people think that that was Venom. And that eventually, that'll lead to Bane. Because they could have made it any color. But they made it green. They made it green. See, that's the thing. They're trying to screw with us. They're trying, yeah. So was it just adrenaline? Maybe. Yeah. But it being Venom is much cooler. And the fact that they're alluding to another Batman villain. Yeah. They're they're keeping the door. saying it. They're keeping the door open. Or or they're, you know, uh, you know. It's it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. So you have the Catwoman. I thought she was pretty good. The movie was well Yeah, active. it was well done. And then the Joker makes an appearance right at the end. Yeah, very short. He's talking. Only sees the guys. Yep, he's um he's uh the next cell over from the Riddler. Yeah. And they have a little conversation uh-huh. about, you know, people love a comeback story. Yeah, he's like laughing, and it, and they both start doing their Riddler and Joker cackles. He basically told the Riddler, "This has just begun. This is just the beginning. Yeah, yes. you, you, this this isn't the end for you. So so check this out. They're gonna join forces. Check this out. There is a deleted a deleted scene between the Batman and the Joker that yes. that we've talked about. Yep, where the Batman goes to the Joker in Arkham mm-hmm. to help him solve the Riddler case. Because he's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. one psycho to another. And we've talked about that. Ted Bundy and, mm-hmm. and you know, and uh, Signs of the Lambs, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, someone was watching the scene. And when Batman hands the Joker the police file, there are three paper clips. But when Batman gets it back, or gets it back, there's only two. Mm-hmm. So some people think. He uses it. The Riddler, or, or the Joker, swipes a paper clip. And that's how. They're going to escape for the next movie. Yeah. And the Seems, Joker and the Riddler. kind of lame. 
It does, but yeah, it's one of those things where Gotta you know put two and two together. You look close enough. Yeah. How does how does the Joker? I mean, just like Batman, the Joker's just a guy. He doesn't have any powers. Yeah. And 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 I mean, he's insane. Yeah. But you know, he's not like Batman. Yeah, I'm sorry, like, not like Superman or something where he just yeah. He's actually th- he's actually like weak. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this this Joker is but he's a thinker. Yes, this Joker is very disgusting. He is yeah. very like scarred and burned. His mouth is like permanently open and like a smile. Yeah, that's weird. Like they're making him very. This Joker is very dark, very like yeah. uh, fell into that acid. Oh uh, well, first off, my favorite joker story is the original i mean is the um michael keaton one? Oh yeah because in that movie the joker created the batman yeah. and batman created the joker right so in in the original keaton film the joker kills thomas and martha wayne creating batman right and then batman drops jack napier into yeah. the acid creating right. the joker correct they create themselves yeah and that to me is the greatest origin story for both yeah. ever. Yeah, it's perfect. It's it's literally perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't get much the better than that. The scene in that movie where he's taking the bandages off. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's weird. Yeah. I mean, uh, underground, like, cosmetic surgeon. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's freaky. Yeah. Yeah. I told you not. it, it won't heal for another six weeks or something. Yeah. He's like, take, take it off. Take it off, yeah. And he's like, you know, and he looks at it, and he's, like, freaked out, and then he, yeah. like, embraces it. Yeah. That's, like, that's weird. I this mean, city needs it. What does he say? Yeah, this uh, city needs an, this, a, an, an enema. enema. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this town needs an enema. <laughs> he's throwing money. That's like the greatest. He's wearing that purple coat. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. That's like the greatest scene. He's, know? he to me is the Joker, man. And then the, bat, the bat plane. Oh, Michael yeah. Keaton had that plane. And he's like, yeah. I need me one of those. Yeah. I mean, in this movie, the Batmobile is like just like a Mustanger. I don't know what it was. Yeah, it was just like, like a, a, it's not completed. Yeah, but it's it's just it's like, like a, it's like a store bought vehicle. He didn't like build. It doesn't look like a Batmobile. That's, that's well, a they custom. show him. They show like the camshafts. Yeah, and he's like building it. He's, yeah, he's sort of an engineer. Yes. Yeah. And he's kind of like piecing things together. Yeah. He's just figuring. It's not a refined Batman. No. No. He's just trying to figure it all out. He, he's 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 trying to. Make yeah. make a difference, and yeah. this is how he's doing it. He is not interested in being a playboy. It's like Larry Chico in Butler. Yeah, he's 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 really yeah. You know he he's the Batman yeah. of Butler. Yes, you know what I mean. We we don't see him much, but he's there. He's there. We know that he exists. We know that he's there. Yeah, he comes out every once in a while. We need like a Chico like sign. Yeah, signal signal the chi- yeah. on my roof. We'll put it on my roof. Yeah, just like throw it up there. Yeah. Like, where are you? I have to say, though, that is something I don't think a Bat movie has ever done. Has no. Has described that the Bat signal not it's only scary. not only calls him, but when you're, you know, like they show, like the beginning, the beginning of the movie, Gordon has the Bat signal up in the sky, right? Yeah. And they show all these, like, petty criminals. Yeah. And, they, and when that Bat signal turns on, they all look into the darkness. Yeah. They all look into the doorways that are dark. Yep. Down the alleys that are dark. And they all think he could be there. The Batman could be. But, I mean, he can't be everywhere, obviously. Right, right. So the Batman, with the bat signal, they create this fear in criminals. That, I think, is so interesting. Because I don't yeah. know if any other Batman movie has really focused on that. Yeah. Has really brought that and, up. And he doesn't run. 
No, he walks. Batman only walks. Really slow. He's like Michael Myers. He's really slow, very deliberate. His boots make like a noise. It's very interesting. It's so different. This Batman is really different to me. Yeah. You know, the feel is different. He's wearing like steel-toed Timberlands or something. I don't know what's going on. Very different. It's a little weird. Very different. Well, we've been going for an hour and a half, man. Do do you want to get some food? Go out? Go down? Go downtown. Yeah, I already have things planned. We just need to go. Oh. Let's wrap it up. Oh, man. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again. Let's let's turn off Facebook Live. Yeah, the pleasure's been all yours. And uh, let, me get, let me get the music up here. Let me just... All right, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Michael Papinjack Show.